Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Welcome to Come to Your Senses, the School of Sensual Living podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through topics like pleasure, beauty, embodiment, femininity, art, somatic healing, mindfulness, and of course, everyday sensuality. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Come to Your Senses, or if this is your first time joining us, welcome. I am so delighted to be here with you today to unveil the tea sandwiches and pour the Darjeeling as we have a little tea party around ways to practice and embody gratitude. For myself, The practice of gratitude over my 41 years has been akin to dragging a boulder up a vertical hill. (laughs) I love feeling grateful, but the actual practice of gratitude is something that I've been very, very slow to warm to. And I think that that is common amongst those who tend to move towards the more fawn and freeze side of the fight, flight, fawn, freeze spectrum. I know there have been many times in my life where I was dissatisfied or unhappy or my inner voice was just begging to get through this wall of static. And because of messaging that I shouldn't be ungrateful, I would just try to convince myself that I liked what I was doing or who I was with or what was in front of me, even if the truth of my soul and my body didn't. So it was almost like gratitude was a way to gaslight myself. I also find that with the involvement of capitalism around our personal growth and personal inquiry and spiritual practices, it's like you see lots of memes about gratitude and gratitude journals and all these uh, things. It's almost like I feel gratitude performance anxiety. (laughs) And what I'd love to share with you today are some ways in which I have warmed 
to the practice of gratitude as a way to actually drop me deeper into reality instead of gaslight me away from reality and to experience a sense of gratitude and fullness and an appreciation that is really coming from an organic place. And of course, in addition to just things like gratitude lists and things like that, which I still am not really, it's just not my jam. I know it works for a lot of people. For me, embodied ritual, color, flavor, scent, touch, you know, that is the way that I connect with the frequency of a feeling. And so I'm going to share with you some gems from my own personal practice of opening my eyes to the abundance in my life and subsequently pressing against imposed ideas of scarcity and how to plug into and connect into all the abundance that's already here so that you can have an experience of being more relaxed and more embodied in your everyday. And before we dive in, last week we had a reading from our iTunes reviews from Junkie Funk 3, which is a name that just makes me giggle. But this week, I'd love to share a review with you that's very touching from Claudia. Claudia says, I just had to take a moment to send my most heartfelt appreciation for this gorgeous, rich, rich podcast. I discovered Come to Your Senses during a time when I was moving too fast for my body to keep up with my mind, going through an intense period of stress and nervous system dysregulation, and all of my usual tools were failing me. I love how Mary weaves trauma-informed, somatic practices with the feminine sensual arts, and I always feel like I can settle a bit more into myself every time I listen to her speak. Such good medicine for the nervous system, the female body, and the feminine soul. Listening to you has made me fall even more deeply in love with being a woman. So much gratitude, and I truly look forward to doing your coaching program at some point in the future. Claudia, thank you so much for that review. I am so deeply touched by how each review names the essence of what I most hope to bring to the world, not just with this podcast, but with all of my creativity and creations, which is making truth-seeking feel luxurious. Because we need a little luxury and a little comfort as we seek to move through the world more bravely and beautifully. So thank you so much for your generous words, Claudia. And if you, dear listener, enjoy this podcast, I would love to hear from you. You can head to Come to Your Senses on iTunes directly, or you can go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash review for instructions on how to leave reviews wherever you get your podcasts. Embodying organic gratitude. One of the things I find really interesting about the word gratitude is that its origin is grat, which means pleasing. It means to be pleased. And sometimes I think gratitude is confused with settling the score. So if 
I do something for you or you do something for me, there's an expectation of a certain degree or level of gratitude. And spiritually and in the world, when gratitude is neglected or is not indulged, there's a feeling of guilt or there's something wrong with me that I'm not more grateful or I have so much. And these are all natural questions to ask and right ways to feel when that is the truth, when there is so much available to us to be grateful for. And I find it really interesting that gratitude is not necessarily about payback, but it is about amplifying the sensation of being pleased. And that when tribute is paid to the wonder and awe of abundance, it creates a pleasing sensation, not just for the giver, but for the receiver. And so one of the ways that I love to practice gratitude is at the end of the day to journal and sometimes to sketch moments of beauty. Sometimes when my mind gets staticky about being grateful at the end of the day because of all these reasons that I've listed so far, I find it difficult to access that seed of gratitude. And similarly, when I'm irritated and in a bad mood, gratitude feels really inaccessible. But what feels almost always accessible is the essence of beauty. Beauty not just as an aesthetic or as an experience of being pleased by a visual, but beauty as this essential quality of light that shines through all things. Another way to describe it might be as I look back through my day, my inner perfectionist wants to look for what was pretty about my day but my soul wants to look for what was beautiful about my day, which occurs both in the presence of the pretty and not in the presence of the pretty. My favorite book ever of all time about beauty and really about most things, really one of the most sacred texts in my library is Divine Beauty, The Invisible Embrace by John O'Donohue. And one of the quotes from that book is, if we choose to journey on the path of truth, it then becomes a sacred duty to walk hand in hand with beauty. So as I look back on my day to day, just as an example, there's the beauty of the fact that I am wearing my mom's shirt today. I've been traveling and so I raided her closet this morning and so I took her shirt that looks so cute on her and I unbuttoned it and I tied it around my waist and it just feels really beautiful to be wearing an item that I so closely associate with her on myself. A moment of beauty was when the thunder clapped really loud and Winnie scurried and scattered under a small table and I came over to comfort her. Another moment of beauty was today in a study salon, which is one of the things that I do with my clients is to gather and to write together and make art together and do this process of creation of our goals and desires through the embrace of beauty. 
There was a moment where someone shared a tender truth, and we all just related so deeply. And in that moment, it was just that medicine of being seen and acknowledged that you're not alone and that nothing needs to be corrected. This part of you just needs to be witnessed. And it was just so special. And so at the end of your day, noticing your recognition of the beautiful and how it weaves its way through your everyday. Another thing that I like to do at the end of the day that's in the same theme of gratitude is to do a bit of an inventory of my day. And I'll write on one side things that I wish I had done differently or moments where I wasn't fully at my best or embodied moments where I wasn't fully present, moments where I may have acted from my ego, just to simply bring some awareness to that and let that land in the body. For example, the other night I came from the West Coast to the East Coast and been on the West Coast for several months, and I've never had that long of a period out of a certain time zone before, so I'm really struggling with jet lag. And the other day I stayed up until three in the morning and I probably could have gone to bed earlier had I swapped out my phone for a novel, but such are the times we live in. And so as I was driving around the next day, I was just feeling frustrated with myself and frustrated with that behavior. And I think a few years ago, what I would have done is like sworn to do better. But after the seasoning I've received around embodiment and just how these moments of maladaptive behavior are just the body telling the truth, I put my hand on my heart and I just let the frustration land in my body and really let myself feel how that doesn't feel good. And the next night, I was using my phone as my alarm clock, which I really try not to do because it means I have to keep my phone on my nightstand. And I saw my phone on the alarm clock and I heard that fateful line that comes through my mind. Oh, I just, I just did one thing, you know, (laughs) I just did one. And just that one check or text or flip suddenly can turn into three hours when it comes to something of an addictive nature like social media or your phone, the modern day slot machine. So because I had that body memory of the frustration the day before or earlier in the day, it was like, oh, I remember, don't do that. It was such a soft, organic way of holding that experience and awareness and then experiencing actual change without trying to force anything. This is a digression from the gratitude piece. I'm going to talk about the gratitude piece now, but I just felt that was important to toss in there, is that when making this list, it's not about berating myself for making myself wrong, but it's simply about bringing that gentle, curious awareness to the truth that my body holds around how I show up throughout my day. And then on the other column, on the right, I will write, the things I did really, really well. And especially if there's an area that I'm working on, such as money or codependency or 
listening to myself or intuition, you know, whatever is kind of the theme that I'm working with at that moment is I'll go through my day and similarly, I'll just pick out, whoa, look at that micro change that I made that was almost imperceptible to the naked eye. And yet here it is. This is evidence that I am waking up and that I am doing things differently. And this habit of an abundance mindset is actually a way of training your brain and a certain part of your brain that looks for evidence to see things more through the lens of goodness and affirmation of yourself and of the beauty and the abundance that's here than the habitually conditioned, trained way to look at things, which is seeing things as lack. And so by creating a habit of looking for moments of beauty and looking for what you did well, you're actually swapping out the monocle on your brain and showing it and telling it and teaching it what to look for, which can result in what A Course in Miracles might call a miracle, which is the simple shift in perception from fear to love. Another ritual I like to do sometimes in the shower or on a walk, I just did this last night actually, is at the end of the day or the start of the day, especially when our mind is most softened and receptive typically, is I'll do a gratitude shower or a gratitude walk. So in the shower, it's like I'll get in the shower And I just spend the whole shower, I usually shower within about seven minutes, and I spend the whole shower, I am so grateful for, finish that sentence, I am so grateful for, wash my hair, keep saying, rinse my hair, I am so grateful for, and it becomes a gratitude shower. I also sometimes do this on my evening walks with Winnie as I just walk down the street and talk to myself. And I speak out loud what I'm grateful for. There's something about speaking it out loud that really makes an impact for me on my senses and my body in a way that thinking it just doesn't. And the last thing I want to share about gratitude is that it's very possible for gratitude to exist alongside dissatisfaction and for being grateful for what you have to coexist aside wanting more than what you've created. And sometimes I know for myself, gratitude feels like this one woman show. Like if I'm not in total gratitude, if I'm feeling any sense of disagreement with how things are, then I must not be grateful enough. And to go back to that quote, A miracle is just a perception or a shift in perception from fear to love. One thing that helps me is to set my intention prior to doing a gratitude practice that that is my ultimate intention is to feel the presence and the essence of love and beauty that is here. That once again, fear-based systems really want to scare me away from and keep me in a sense of lack because a person in a sense of lack is a lot easier to manipulate and control. And I remember all the times in my life where I used being more grateful 
as a way to pretend I didn't know what I knew, that there was some truth, maybe it was in a job or something like that, where I knew something wasn't working, but I didn't feel strong enough to really turn towards that. So instead, I just told myself I had a gratitude problem. And what I have learned for myself is that I can use gratitude to make me more separate from reality. And usually what that feels like inside myself is similar to the sensation of denial. I'm very in my head. The voice in my head gets very high-pitched. I start going, like that's the sound and the tone, like, well, they're not, you know, it's not that bad. You know, it starts talking in that voice. And a deeper experience and expression of gratitude is acknowledging that something's not right. Something's not gelling. Something doesn't fit. I often talk in my work around or about the pee under the mattress. So in the story of the princess and the pea, instead of adding another mattress to try to cushion against it or not going on the bed at all, gently turning towards where is that burr under your saddle and just saying, hey, I see you. I might not be able to take action on you yet, but I see you. I hear you. And I can still be grateful in this moment anyway. I can still be grateful for my life, for my heart, for my safety for my resources, for my teachers, for the fact that this scares the shit out of me to turn towards this, but I have lots of layers of support in my life and I have showed up for myself over and over and over again. And I can be grateful for that. And I can also be grateful that whatever or whoever is the burr under my saddle or the pee under the mattress is a human too. And while my fearful mind might want to make them into a monster or an enemy or what the fearful mind wants to make anything into, which is either less than me or more than me, I can practice using gratitude to just drop into a deeper knowing of truth, which is that we're all just humans. And as Ram Dass once said, we're all just walking each other home. That brings our episode to a close. Once again, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you in a review and we'll be back dancing between your eardrums next week. Thank you again. See you next time. For coaching, classes, and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video today.